0: Yes, it is I, your humble host, Bill Hatch, the Third, coming to you live from the Palatial Home Studios of Bob's Fox Productions here in the beautiful city of Santa Ana, California, for yet another episode of YWL Online. Anything can happen Saturday. Yay! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joining me in studio, as per usual, is my friend, my brother in Christ, the disembodied voice, Rudy. Everybody, I love you all. Walk, walk, walk with the Lord. And joining us from a more than acceptable safe social distance through the miracle of telephony is my father, Chaplain Bill Hatch. How are you doing, Pop?
1: I'm doing well, uh, folks. We've been playing technical things, so forgive this, Bill. You're when you you were definitely high on
0: volume for all that. okay,
1: almost oh, almost to the point of vibrating. Uh,
0: oh wow. Okay. Uh, let's see. It looks oh, like my level's okay for uh, for the audience. It may just be you because okay. I have you on my uh, on my headphones. Okay,
1: So that I could will be. I
0: will double check while you uh, while you do your usual greetings. I do my usual greetings. All
1: right. Well, welcome to the show, my fellow Bible inquisitors. Hope everything is going well with you for this Saturday, uh, and. I'm broadcasting my portion today from Snellville, Georgia.
0: Snellville!
1: Daughter and son-in-law's home. Yes. And they'll be here in several more hours. We got in last night. (laughs) So you broke into their house. No, we didn't break (laughs) into their house. Uh, Quite the contrary.
0: We have codes. (laughs) Aren't you fancy?
1: <laughs> well, we're fortunate, anyway. Yep. All right, well, but anyway, we've I'm got. Here, I'm ready for. Awesome.
0: We've got a lot of material to uh, to get through today. We're we are working on what are we work We're working on Peter, right?
2: First
0: okay, Peter, two through four, two through four, and uh... how brother Barnett,
1: who's picked some very good selections without yes. a doubt, but how he can figure. It's the 52 greatest chapters when he's using three chapters at once to call one chapter. Uh, I missed that.
0: So (laughs) it's there nonetheless. Yes, indeed. But first, I believe we have time for some Rudy news.
2: (laughs) Okay, I was telling you this yesterday. And what it is is because I worry about things. And it, God says, why worry about tomorrow when tomorrow has its own problems? Right, Bill? That's right. And you know what? And it's hard because we're humans. There's a lot of things that, uh, you know, God is a comforter. He, he We know he's going to take care of us. But then sometimes we still do the worry. So I don't know. Does that break the... Uh, is are we breaking any of God's words because we're we're still worrying and we're still uh, we still do things like that? I don't no, know. We're just wasting time. Yeah, can't waste time worrying because what I realize is, God took me this far, so I'm doing good. So I I, I know I shouldn't worry about things. I know I've been blessed and I'm being blessed. So the thing is, we're human and we got to remember that God doesn't want us to worry about mañana that's tomorrow. Yep. So please try to keep that in mind because you know, a lot of times people do crazy things because they're worried. You know? So uh please try not to worry about tomorrow and remember God's beautiful word is in that beautiful Bible. I love you all. Waka waka walk with the Lord.
0: Yes, and as Jesus said, who by worrying can change the color of the hair on their head? You uh you don't have uh worry doesn't give you control over things. And uh, I've said before that you can't both worry and act at the same time. Um so uh so get out there if you're if you're worried okay. about something, don't just sit there worrying about it. Get to acting. First, get okay. to doing something about it. Especially if okay. it has to do with helping people uh come to the ward. You yeah. got it?
2: Oh, yeah. Sounds
0: most excellent. Most excellent.
2: All right. Yeah.
0: All right. Far out. Okay. Now we are uh, doing first Peter two through four. So we got another triple chapter chapter. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So, uh, so we may be on this one for a couple of weeks. any uh, anything special about uh, about First Peter that you found? Um, just to remind folks by background that
1: he is writing to the geographical area of the eastern Mediterranean up through the Black Sea mm-hmm. and it is mostly what we call today Turkey, right. Uh, so that gives you a little bit of, of ge- you know, today's term, time frame, geographic area that is, compared to trying to say, okay, those exiles dispersed in Pontus Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, Bithyn, and Bithynia, but that's literally modern Turkey. Can't quite tell if he is writing to Jewish Christians as a main thought, Mm -hmm. or if it's all Christians as his main thought. Can't really tell. Can't tell that he's had any dealings with them either. Uh, We know that Peter spent the majority of his first years uh, as an apostle, that is, after the death of Jesus. Mm -hmm. A lot of his time was spent in Jerusalem, and we certainly know that he died in Rome, but we aren't told about any missionary journeys like Paul and Barnabas did. So we can't say that he'd been to those areas, but he's certainly addressing that whole area, and he does it by name. So it's a general epistle, general letter, that's going out for them, and I think the way Chapter Two starts, it shows that he didn't have any prior connection with them.
0: Uh, so there's there's the background. How's that? Okay, that's uh, that's quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of background. Um, let's see. Of course, uh, um, we need to remember that uh, that Peter. Um, that Peter uh, was uh, was a fisherman, and as such was generally uh, not schooled very much. Um, of course, he uh, would have gone to uh, to to Hebrew school probably until uh, yeah. um, you know until he was uh, was done with that, um, but probably didn't go much further, um, and uh, then then what we would call elementary school. Um, so uh, he would have learned basic reading and writing in Hebrew at least, um, yeah. possibly in Aramaic, probably not Greek, um, which is what this letter is written in. Right, which could mean that he had, uh, um, which could mean that he had help. Of course, uh, um, the Gospel we call Mark uh, was uh, is attributed to John Mark, who was Peter's secretary at uh, um, at one point and although uh, we're not told uh, um, that he helped it could have been John Mark who was actually doing the writing in Greek Um, John Mark uh, coming from a well slightly well at least slightly wealthier family um, would have had opportunities in uh, in further education than uh, than elementary school and at that point probably would have learned basic Greek of course, he's not uh, because uh, you can you can tell from the writing of uh, the Gospel of Mark um, that uh, um, that uh, he wasn't as educated as someone as like Doctor Luke. Um, if you compare uh, compare the writing um, in English, it's even obvious, um, but uh, that uh, um, that Mark is writing straightforward from the hip. Um, I've heard it described as a journalistic type of uh type of writing um as opposed to the flower more flowery descriptions that you'd uh, that you'd find in luke um and uh, um and so that's that's basically where uh, where they oh and that uh, that peter was probably yeah was probably tra- it was probably being transcribed from what peter said um is what i'm trying to get at um Let's see. Okay. Um, took
1: a long way to say. Took that. a long okay. round. To,
0: yeah, took took went around Robin Hood's barn, um, and then uh, First Peter was uh, uh, possibly written uh, right around uh, July of A.D. sixty four when the city of Rome burned, and uh, so uh, uh, so most people uh, put the writing at uh, before sixty four between sixty four and sixty five.
1: Okay. So um and not too far uh behind the point of when peter himself was crucified um, yeah he was crucified but mm. was martyred certainly what we also know about peter might help explain why he does the illustration in chapter 2 peter was not just a fisherman but we are told plainly that he was a
0: married fisherman right we know about his At mother and jesus Jesus healed his mother-in-law in the uh, in the in the Gospels, yep. um, and uh, so uh, we know. And uh, in First Corinthians, I believe it mentions uh, his wife traveling with him, if I remember right. Well,
1: Paul alludes to it, the fact that okay. he travels without a spouse, and you know, shouldn't he be able to like others? So there's an allusion to it, but not directly. Peter and his wife. We don't see that, uh, right. but it's it's certainly an illusion point towards it. But we have here in chapter two, verse one, Peter is openly saying, rid yourselves of all malice, deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all slander. Uh, don't be like the fisherman down at the wharf. <laughs> We might say uh, in modern terms, or certainly not like all the uh, ship loading dock handlers uh, language might be. Uh, There's fortunately nothing quite like a sailor's language. Uh, And there shouldn't even be that. But Peter here is trying to say, First off, at this point, man, you've got to get rid of these things that are negative towards
0: the Christian faith. Well, it it's not simply negative; um, it is intentionally negative. Uh, first off, the the word uh, malice that gets translated malice is uh, um, is uh, could be translated as evil, and this particular word in the Greek is only used eleven times in the uh, in the New Testament. Wow. Yeah. Um, so uh, so he's being very very purposeful here. Um, very slander, of course, is untrue speech or or speech something which you cannot support by facts, um, by evidence. Um, and uh, um, and hateful speech is certainly exactly what it sounds like. But this is about being purposeful, um, or, or about not being purposeful at least uh, at least from my point of view uh deceit and hypocrisy and envy and slander these are all things that have um that have a, an intentional negative intentionally negative uh, connotation. of course um if we look closely at paul's writings we can see that there are places in this world for uh for negative speech um or for negative sounding speech he get paul gets really rough with his language sometimes um yeah. It, it, and in places that may not seem very much like it's very negative to us, or at least not very, uh, very, very, oh, my goodness, I can't believe he said that. Um, in his day, it would have been. Um, it would have been very much. They would have, there would have been gasps in the, uh, in the congregation, I'm sure, when the, uh, when the person reading the letter from Paul came to one of these phrases. And they really would have realized Paul was very serious um about we also this. But have that an was,
1: example from Jesus and we don't need to wander yeah. you know no we don't need to wander
0: too much but, but it's, know, it's Jesus about even intentionality raka and
1: fool and those are like right gasping words like huh can't believe you said that <laughs> like really yep. what does that mean yeah. now yeah. it's perhaps like using the f word now that right. still causes a lot of pain for the listener and right. too easy to roll off the lips of other people
0: yeah uh, so intentionality is kind of not what is not what he's talking intentional speech is not what he's talking about right it is to uh, get not ourselves, really. get ourselves get rid
1: of the negative yeah. and go into the pure and now we get into the example of like newborn babies and mother's milk literally uh mm-hmm. you know being able to have that kind of attitude and, of course, what is the mother's milk we are supposed to primarily use? The word! The Bible. It is yes. indeed. Uh, and we should regularly study it. Mm-hmm. I mean, daily. Uh, and, yeah, there are times when you're just going to have it on your app and listening. That's okay.
0: Fell asleep listening to judges even, last night. Even I'm sorry. Fell asleep listening to judges last night. Did yeah. you?
1: Wow. With all that excitement going on, you could do that. <laughs> uh, I tried it the other night with, um, first John. Huh? I was working on, on something else. And I, I, think it was first John. Now I can't remember what I was trying. And I just kept waking up and starting it over again. Uh, and I don't know the Gospel of John, not First John, the Gospel. But point being is, milk is what we need to work with, uh, and that's makes me really see. Well, it's obvious Christianity wasn't that old, even you know during the time of uh, It simply wasn't. So he's treating everybody as newborn in this faith. Yes, uh, Jewish folks that were listen- would have had the Old Testament scriptures. Uh, and therefore, they'd be better grounded than the Gentiles who had not. But still, this isn't differentiating that way at all. It's seek the truth and using the Bible. Well, we call it the Bible now, and that's what I'll stick that's with for what we're doing. Yes, sir. Not that.
0: That's enough, Scooby. Sorry. Dogs uh, thought there was something worth barking at outside. And, you know, I didn't hear that oh, at all okay. on, oh, on this uh, So I just look like a crazy but, person. <laughs> a little bit. But Peter really
1: wants us to grow into our salvation. Yes, we are indeed saved by grace, yes. period. But there is still thing, still are things we need
0: to focus on. Mm-hmm. Well, these are things that are evidence of our active faith and the grace yes. that is uh, And is as
1: us. we will see, it's to get other people to see our actions and give glory to God and join, jump on the bandwagon. Uh, hopefully that's not too old of a phrase to use for people. Uh, it's really that we want to join the people of God. Uh, the the army of God, if you wish. But these everything we're looking at today is peaceful. Oh, look at that. You have a short lifeline. Okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> I have no idea about lifelines in the palm.
0: But you uh, all right over there? Yeah, just adjusting my light. Sorry, new equipment means new fiddling. Ah, uh, yes.
1: Uh, Okay, try that. You go ahead and try that one. (laughs) Peter goes from the milk, Mm -hmm. pure milk, to uh, giving another Old Testament reference to the cornerstone. Mm -hmm. Um, And the fact that a cornerstone is just a rock. You know, literally, it's just yeah. a rock. It's not anything to see on its own until it is used as a foundation for a building. Yep. Well, Peter uses this very effectively, I think. Um, if you don't build on the cornerstone that is Christ Jesus, then the, that cornerstone is going to make you stumble fall and maybe even break something on your person uh from falling on it i have in my records because i did it as a radio broadcast back on okinawa uh and i i can only work from memory right now but bear with me in 1953 in Washington, D.C., while, while they were doing restoration work on all sorts of buildings in Washington, D.C., it was discovered that the cornerstones of the White House, of the Washington Monument, uh, yeah. and there were a few others that were listed, and all those cornerstones were missing. Yep, They don't know what happened to them. Nope, it's really hard uh, to misplace uh, but, one. I blame Carmen San Diego. Uh, well, you can try that, <laughs> but I don't think it'll work. But they've never been found, right? But sure enough, the Bible says that Jesus is the cornerstone of our faith, and by golly, Jesus is still found today, and it's for us to build on that cornerstone. Instead of trying to build our own Christian faith cornerstone, won't work. You only have to look through a few history points to see where others have tried that, and it simply doesn't work. Right. Jesus has to be this cornerstone, and so it's. Uh, how's the
0: how's the song go? Jesus our our faith's Christ. one foundation, is Jesus Christ is our Jesus Lord. Jesus
1: Christ our Lord.
0: Yeah. No no
1: firmer foundation can sorry wasn't it's, ready for that it's song, an old but... one
0: it's an oldie but a goodie but uh right. yeah um yeah we paul tells us too uh that uh, that we can only have uh one foundation um and uh and that he tries to build on that one foundation and so right. we must build on that one foundation as well um and uh, of course uh you know when uh when the time comes what we've built will be tested by fire and, uh, um, and the bad will burn away and we'll be left with the good and, uh, um, the good things that we've done in our life, which, uh, are, of course, is of course the evidence, once again, the evidence of, uh, of our faith, which saves us.
1: Peter uses a lot of old Testament references throughout our three chapters today. Um, which really, as you brought out earlier, he was raised as a fisherman. Sure, he was brought up in the Hebrew school, but not really in detailed studying Mm -hmm. of those scriptures. I don't know how much memorization they would do back then. But this cornerstone is referenced from Isaiah chapter 28 and verse 16. Mm But it's if we put our faith in that cornerstone who was rejected, but is the foundation of of everything in the church uh, that we will never be put to shame if we're building on that foundation. Elsewhere, I do like some of the it's from Paul. When he talks about the cornerstone, he literally says, it doesn't matter how well or even poorly you are building on the cornerstone of Jesus. If it's on that cornerstone, you are being given blessings by God towards your efforts. And that is so important for us as Christians today. Being able to say, you know, am I doing well enough for Christ? I haven't won anybody to Christ in the last 10 minutes I'm going to hell. No, (laughs) no. And it doesn't matter if we say, well, I've tried planting seeds. For me now, it will be uh, 60 years in March. Wow. Since I accepted Jesus as Savior and Lord and have been trying to be a good example, I'm Christian. And it doesn't matter how many of those have never matured. If they're still alive, there's still chance. Yeah. And so we can go forward from that. Uh, but... Peter is very effectively using the cornerstone. Do you have any notes on cornerstones that you want to bring?
0: Um, up? No, actually, I was thinking about the. I had been thinking about the lost cornerstones in DC, but uh, oh, but of course, you brought those up already. Um, oh, the yep. the uh, the quote the prophecy in Isaiah is in twenty chapter twenty eight verse sixteen. Yeah. Okay. That was did I not said.
1: finish that? No. Or did no, I, I think you got print, it. I just These are new glasses, you. by the way, folks. I still can't read the little print. <laughs> uh, yes, but it's twenty-eight sixteen in particular that is the Old Testament reference. Yeah. And it's good to go back and look at Absolutely. those. It really
0: is. And there's a lot but. of good, a uh, lot of good prophecies in Isaiah too, uh, um, and good stuff in general. So uh, it's definitely a great book to read.
1: Now, Peter also gives some really good interpretations. So he doesn't just leave it with a stone to stumble over or a rock to trip over by the bad folks, but it flat out says because they disobey the word. And they were destined, although it doesn't say predestined, it says destined for this for this type of action. You're either for Jesus or you're against Jesus. Right. There is no, uh, there is so, no
0: gray. There's no middle ground. There's no neutrality. Yep.
1: And we get Peter to go on but referencing his readers, who again I don't think he knew personally, uh, that they're a chosen race, a royal priesthood, and in fact we are supposed to be a holy nation. Right. Ah. Uh, And then it says, so that you may proclaim the praises of the one who called you. We get to praise and give glory to God through Jesus. Because what he did was for us, not just people 2,000 years ago. Um, I don't know why one of the study ones did this, but I underlined it says in chapter 2, verse 9, it says, contrary to all appearances, Peter piles up phrases from the Old Testament. Uh, again, showing, you know, the, that these folks might very well be Jewish Christians because they would know about this. Certainly, that's what Peter was, was a Jewish Christian. All right. And using a reference point saying it's here you just have to be able to have faith and look and see it um, you have anything up through verse 10 bill is what I should have
0: asked um let's see here if there's uh, nothing there some of the uh, some of the the uh, of the commentary i have get a little uh a little a little off uh off topic as far as uh as far as i'm concerned and a little thick so uh so yeah some of the stuff i found is uh i I don't think uh um um some of was were difficult for me to understand because uh like one of the commentary commentaries i use actually writes out the greek and hebrew in the greek and hebrew uh, letters so it's like so okay i don't know how to pronounce this but i know it means a special people um talking about the uh the jewish people um being a special Ooh. people a private special treasured possession of god um but uh um, and uh um, and yeah and that now um we are that uh, we as Christians we are the the special, private, uh, treasured possession of God, um, and uh, we need <laughs> to uh, we need to remember that, um, then and ourselves act that way, as though we were a special treasured possession of the Lord. Um,
1: That's a good way to transition into the next section so. too, Bill. Thank you. Uh, mostly because in. The commentators here, it says that Peter's listener, or readers, sorry, not listeners, readers, they didn't get to turn on the radio show or play the CD, uh, but the fact that it appears that these folks were tempted, at least, to go off and collect themselves into separate, uh, shall we say, communities, mm-hmm. You know, they were trying, it looked like they may have been trying to withdraw from everyday community life in these
0: areas. Yeah.
1: You know, uh, that's what Jim Jones tried back in, what was that, the 80s and 90s? 80s? Well, cults
0: always um, try uh, try to isolate you from, uh,
1: yes, from those. Yes, we have know. seen that
0: yeah. over the years. Uh,
1: Sir. In fact, James Jones was one of them. He left the country. There was another group that did stay faithful to one of their own selections. That was uh, sexual abstinence. Mm-hmm. And they literally uh, did themselves in by right. not marrying and having children. And that group no longer exists. Right. The,
0: uh, the Shakers and were one of those. I don't know if that's the one, one you of those were... Yeah, they, of... were, they were one of those. They originally, in order to uh, expand their numbers, adopted... Um, and then for some reason they decided not to adopt anymore. and uh, because they weren't uh, having relations and having kids then uh, then they just died out when the last uh, the last shaker died, the movement uh, died with her. Yes indeed. And Peter
1: won't let him do that right. He is literally you know in this whole next section from chapter two verse 11 through uh, chapter 3 verse 12 saying no you can't do that you have to stay in the world you have to live examples right uh peter will not let them do this withdrawal from the world is not an option for christians right so that's one of the items that we can say oh i wonder how that works
0: yeah yeah Uh, um yeah we're not to we live in the world but we're not of the world um we, uh, mm-hmm. we need to live as uh, as examples just like uh, and and in some ways the things that the people in this area of the world during this time of the world um, had some really crazy things going on but uh, um, you know and, and while we don't have a lot of those things we still live in a in a pretty uh, pretty evil world um, you right. know there's a lot of things going on and we need to withdraw from them um but not from the world entirely. Because you Lord, gotta remember so. that Jesus didn't hang out with the, uh, with the so-called righteous. He hung out with sinners and uh, um, prostitutes and tax collectors who were pretty bad back then. And uh, we have to- remember. And the
1: ones who recognize that they were far from perfect right. and willing to hear the unrest. Yeah. Not like the Pharisees standing in prayer right. next to the tax collector. Uh, but Peter is saying that conduct yourselves humbly uh, among the Gentiles, so it's not leaving, but doing it with there and every day. And then he even says so that when they slander you, they won't have anything to prove it by Right. And we all do have to realize how important that is. Um, Now, We're gonna get into some sections that are a little more difficult to understand in today's light of things. Um, Yes, it, it was and still is believed that our governments around the world are attempts at trying to see the authority of God in their own human ways. Right. I hope I'm saying that right, because it's attempts that just don't work. Yeah. But Peter's saying we have to submit to those authorities uh, and we have to be walking the line as as good Christians. Um, you know, people
0: will often uh, use lines like this to, uh, to say we shouldn't be protesting um, things that the government has done but that's far different from what, uh, you know, from what uh, from what Peter's talking about. Um, yes. You know, we, if the government's doing something wrong, especially in the United States, we should certainly rise up and say, hey, this is wrong. Don't do that. Uh, which mm-hmm. is what uh, uh, leaders like uh, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, uh, promoted. Um, you know, he didn't try to bring down the government. He tried to bring up the government and, uh, um, you Mm -hmm. know, but, uh, um, and then today, like, uh, like the January 6th people, um, they were trying to bring down the government. And that's what Peter's talking about. Um, So uh, so definitely feel free to uh, uh, to to say when your government's doing something wrong to speak out. Um, That's uh, that's not the uh, that's not the point here.
1: Yes. And leaders are supposed to be punishing those who do evil Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: uplifting and praising those who do do basically the good things. You can decide what the good things are if you like. I can't come up with any great examples at the moment that I want to have us really take time for. Uh, but it is God's will that you silence the ignorance of foolish people by doing good. That's what God wants us to do is always do good. And he go he starts here, but he'll get into it more in later in the section. and that is, uh, I mean, after all, folk and this is Bill's paraphrasing <laughs> but you know uh, Bill says God doesn't want us to be punished for bad things that we do I mean we're going to be punished but he doesn't want that to be reflected on the faith in Christ rather it is if we must suffer for the Lord let us do so for doing good and, evil. Uh, and Peter wants that and he, this this one section which ends at verse 17 is love the brothers and sisters, fear God, and yeah, honor the emperor, Of course, the emperor could have anybody executed that he that he felt wasn't being honored honoring them
2: right
1: and that was a useless waste of of life so well and even
0: uh even people who were who were honoring him because uh he did uh he did go and... uh the... Nero, who uh, would have been emperor at the time of the writing, um, definitely uh, ended up uh, persecuting uh, Christians in spite of uh, this.
1: I thought, I thought Nero was in power in the mid-50s, and this is in the 60s. No, no,
0: no. The, Rome burned in the, the 60s. The examples
1: are still fresh. Rome burned
0: in the 60s. Okay. So, All
1: right. Those time frames back then, that's all little, there is to it. A little before your time. thanks a lot just a little bit we then get from 18 through 20 especially again talking about the subject that should have never happened in the first place and that is the subject of slavery and conduct of slaves without I don't think any of the references to the owners of the slaves here in Peter but It's still slaves are supposed to be submissive. Uh, They're not supposed to try to escape. There apparently outside of the Bible are some uh, references to Christian groups who were indeed encouraging people and helping underground railroad stuff uh, at the time. And that was certainly uh, very good of them. In Bill's opinion, and I think that there's nothing wrong with improving your condition, right? uh, But not to necessarily do bad things while you're trying to do those escape, as an example. Sure. You know, it's it's tough. I know it is. It was absolutely wrong. If I had my way, it would have never happened. Uh, I know what the alternative was, though. You know, when these warring countries got together and went in and took slaves, the alternative was to kill them off. And so it's like, you know, what's the worst of two evils? Uh, I think I'd rather be dead with the Lord than a slave under anyone who did not believe in the Lord. And I would hope that anyone who did believe in the Lord wouldn't have slaves. It, It all boils down to that. And these, these references are here. Um, Yeah. Go ahead, son, add to it.
0: No, that's that. I think you, uh, I think you said it all, really. Um, You know, of course, uh, this, uh, this can be, uh, can be translated to, uh, to modern day situations of, uh, um, you know, employer-employee relations. you know uh, you know if your boss says to do something then you should do it you know, as as cheerfully as humanly sure. possible and uh, and certainly to the best sure. of your ability um you know i certainly would hope that your uh, that your manager your supervisor your leader um, would uh would be good and uh and christian but uh that's just not always possible in this world Yep.
1: Do you have anything special on twenty-one through
0: twenty-five? Uh, let's see. Twenty-four has a has a reference. Um, let's see, verse twenty-four: He personally carried our sins in His body on the cross, willingly offered Himself on it as on an altar of sacrifice, so that we might die to sin becoming immune from the penalty and power of sin and live for righteousness for by his wounds, you who believe have been healed. Um, the healed uh, part uh, is generally regarded as a reference to being spiritually healed from the illness of sin. However, many also consider physical healing to be including, included in Christ's atoning death. Um, but yeah, I personally believe that uh, that a lot of the promises of healing in the New Testament are about spiritual healing, not about physical healing. Um, some people do get now, physical healing. If,
1: so. <laughs> yeah, true. If we could put music to those verses, mm-hmm. it's really believed that, uh, let's see, early Christian hymn about Jesus Christ. Uh, and it fits beautifully in with... Peter's uh, dependence on Isaiah 53. But it looks like it might have been an early hymn. Interesting. And um, how Jesus, the suffering servant of the Lord, submitted to suffering in this world because of his obedience uh, to his heavenly master, meaning his father. Uh, But it's believed, at least by some, that this was an early hymn. We find references to that uh, in other places uh, that they're, oh, sorry, uh, codes of ethics, uh, the old, the first century ways of people, you know, taking creeds, early creeds. Mm -hmm. This one is a hymn, possibly a hymn. Uh, And to suffer, by the way. Is simply to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. It doesn't always mean suffer physically, because Jesus did that, and His blood was shed for us already. And so we have the point of saying, "Oh, okay, this might very well help some people now." Saying, "I don't want to suffer, like, you know, like Jesus did. We're not supposed to." And we're not supposed to do it on purpose either. Uh, Hollywood makes makes too many things up about it. But there are literally people throughout history who have uh, masticated as in beat themselves with whips. They have done other things in Flagellated, trying to masticated.
0: suffer. Plagellated, not masticated. Masticated is, masticated yeah. is chewing. Okay, sorry. <laughs> definitely goof yeah. that
1: one. Uh, definitely made na- the wrong word on that. But who have intentionally hurt themselves mm-hmm. in order to suffer more for Christ. Right. And, yeah, that's not what any of us are supposed to do. Uh, no walking into lion's dens or into fiery furnaces. Or handling stakes For the Lord, certainly. Uh, yeah, or nails through the hands and feet, right? Uh, just tragic things that people will do. Jesus is our example, not just in the way he suffered, but in his obedience, submission to the powers of this world. Uh, he gave in to his father, certainly, who is out of this world, but Jesus did not go against the powers. He let them decide for themselves. Uh, And as Christians, we are supposed to present, not necessarily persuade. And elsewhere, it's in Romans, we're told that conversion is the work of the Holy Spirit, not of us. folks.
0: And that the the Holy Spirit will give you the words you need to do so. So, uh, yeah, so don't go trying to go on your own. Mm-hmm. And we have the
1: famous reference of not being like sheep right? No
0: sheeple here.
1: Um, <laughs> you know, uh, we don't want to be going astray. Uh, it's interesting that I well at least I don't remember in any of the Peter examples, there's nothing about fishing and yeah fish being slippery and getting caught and getting away. And, <laughs> but we do have this sheep example here. Are you ready for chapter three? I think so. How about you? you ready for three? We started late, Madam Producer. Yeah,
2: it's
1: now.
0: Say again, Bill. Are you ready for chapter three?
1: I'm wondering but how much time do we have left for the show? Uh
0: we've got about about ten, fifteen minutes. About ten minutes.
1: The, yeah. We started later than I should have allowed for. But we'll get into the husbands and wives. I don't think we'll finish chapter three today though. No, but, I don't think so. Uh male culture back in those days if the husband became uh, took on a new religious belief the entire family was supposed to go that way Um, if a female did it it was quite unusual uh, apart from her husband but apparently there was quite a bit of it going on in this region where women were becoming faithful Christians without necessarily their husbands doing so. Uh, And so Peter does address a point for uh, wives. If you become a believer, you can't just run out on the husband. You need to still try to influence.
0: Yeah uh with
1: everyday
0: um, living there is a note here in the amplified yeah. in verse one uh, for the word submissive uh, you wives be submissive to your own husbands um it says here there are both military and sporting analogies associated with the meaning of the word submit it can refer to the act of falling in line i.e uh each soldier reporting to his proper place or each team member respecting how the team works i.e. acknowledging and participating in his assigned position so uh you got a you got a role to uh to fill yes. and uh, and not uh, not that you're supposed to just uh, do everything your husband says <laughs> That's not the same thing, yep. but that's respecting your uh, your position.
1: Your position as a Christian, mm-hmm. trying to win your spouse over, yep. even if they are doing things that disobey the word, you still try to stay firm in your new faith. Uh, and it says that they might be won over. And really, that's what we have to be able to do in today's lives, With Not even talking about spouses, but we get called into various jobs where others are not Christians. Mm -hmm. We don't just run away from that job and try to find another one that is all Christian. Mm -hmm. Certainly nothing wrong with trying to improve one's situation. That's a different topic. Mm -hmm. But we don't hide our Christian faith. Right at work around coworkers, we still stand firm. Yes, we even do that in school situations, which gets into a whole myriad of problems. Uh, Florida governor has just kicked a book out of uh, curriculum uh, saying that this book was not Historical teachings, but was trying to persuade people to accept accept the QBTQ, LBG, TQ uh, lifestyles instead of presenting a historical picture. So he was able to do that, and so they aren't even supposed to be stocked in school libraries, uh, let alone being used as curriculum. And you know what? That's a great way to approach it. If there are ways to point out that this is not doing something educational for our children, it's not just wrong, <laughs> but it is not acceptable as, as a teaching point for people. And so we have that. Uh, the wives Peter says, you know, use your Uh, pure, uh, relevant lives to help win them over. And then he goes into a step further uh, that we can only presume, but I know it was happening in Jerusalem, uh, and that is you don't need elaborate hairstyles. You don't need to be wearing a lot of uh, gold jewelry and fine clothing. You should lead humble lives. Now, whether he was hoping to get them to increase their uh, giving to the poor, I mean, we know that Jerusalem was going through so many drought situations uh, that it certainly wouldn't have hurt to be asking people to send that uh, gold jewelry in particular uh, to support people rather than just keeping it all to oneself and trying to show off. Um, it's what's inside the heart, not what's outside on the body.
0: Uh,
1: dun, 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 dun.
0: yeah. Um, and it's not the things you do either that, uh, that save you. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Like the, like the Pharisees wearing the long flowing robes and, and making sure to do all the things that appear to be righteous, um, you know we need to uh we need to be doing things that are righteous in our hearts uh first and let yes. uh, let our actions be an overflow of what's in our heart <clears throat> hearts
1: verse six of chapter three peter uses the example of sarah uh just as sarah obeyed abraham calling him lord The reference is not specific in Peter, but I'm going to go with one of my study point folks here. And it is probably referring to when Abraham, in my opinion, was sinning. He did it twice. And that is when he and Sarah were traveling. He told her to identify herself only as his sister not as his wife. And Sarah followed her desires and did not say, oh, no, I'm really his wife. Uh, it was wrong of Abraham, no doubt. Um, and like I said, it happened on two different occasions. And a, it, their son, Isaac, learned that trick and he used it once too. Not successfully. No. But still, it's, uh, there are extensions of things that we agree with. Now, if you look at the New Testament, Ananias and Sapphira in the fourth chapter of Acts? I think so. I think it's the fourth chapter. When they sell a piece of property, and they want to give some of the money to church, but claimed that they were going to, that they were giving it all to them. And sure enough, you know, they both died for that sin. That's not the kind no. of support.
0: No, it's a, it's a uh, great, uh, it's a great story and a great example of, uh, of what it really means, uh, you know, of, of what, uh, well, you have to understand what the sin actually was, but, uh, and yeah, it's in chapter five. Um, but yeah, um, you know, they died for their sin. And, yes. uh, um, you know, instead of uh, individually, individually died, individually for, their died for their sins, yes. And uh, definitely she should. could it.
1: have told the truth
0: and mm-hmm. we'd have a different story for sure. Absolutely. But uh, um, but yeah, so definitely read uh, read Acts chapter five and uh, and learn more about Ananias and Sapphira.
1: It's in chapter five,
0: okay? Yeah, I looked it up. Um,
1: <laughs> this section on husbands and wives ends. Yeah, I mean we've got wives in six verses. We get the husbands in one. Yeah. But again, it is focusing on things like Peter says, uh, under, uh, husbands in the same way, live with your wives as an understanding way as with a weaker partner. I like some of the editors saying weaker does not mean physically weaker. It's the male society, dominant male society. Mm-hmm. That literally says, you know, you're married. You're supposed to love your wife and stay strong with her. Uh, even if she's not a believer, because if you divorce her, she is going to be like a lamb led to the slaughter. Right. Um, in, in that kind of society
0: that looks down on so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, I have here and, in the... Uh, uh in the amplified that, uh, um, it's literally, uh, the, where it says someone physically weaker, since she is a woman, um, it says it literally means a weaker vessel, the feminine. Hmm. So slightly, uh, slightly different, um, then uh, a, yeah. <laughs> a lot different. Yeah. A lot different. I mean,
1: I've never, considered a woman has been right uh in the sense of male domination we're still primarily in a male dominated society i think yeah. the last time i checked women still get paid on average 92 percent of what a man gets Something and there like are that. still still uh, terrible gender difference uh treatments that go throughout and they shouldn't yeah and a believing husband should not divorce a wife because she doesn't believe and uh rather trying to set an example that they might come to knowing christ together
0: Mm -hmm. because how is someone going to know christ if you uh if you don't associate with them how are you going to, Precisely. Them? yeah, yep. You are, you are their way to Jesus. Mm-hmm. So we are, we are two hour time. Um, anything to close off the, the husbands and wives? Uh, no, I think it's a real great thing
1: to do is have husbands and wives <laughs> as I am into heading to year 52,
0: is that right yeah 52 yeah no. yeah i'm i'm in it year fifty year so uh yep yeah. so this is uh yeah. yeah this is the year for it so uh um mm-hmm. yeah um and of course uh um you know the follow what follows show her honor and respect as a follow as a fellow heir of the grace of life um so uh so you're supposed to respect uh the women um regardless of anything else and uh, um you know so uh, for sure but uh, we come once again to this point in the uh, in the program where we invite you to join us in this family we call Christianity we don't do this with sacrifice because that was taken care of once and for all by Jesus Christ on the uh, on the cross with his death and then resurrection and uh, we don't use magic spells or mystical ceremonies because that's not how we roll um, the sinner's prayer is not a magic spell that automatically gets you into heaven. The Bible tells us that in addition to uh, speaking with your mouth, you must believe in your heart that Jesus Christ Ooh. is Lord. And uh, so uh, whether you've been a believer for a second or a century, because the Bible also tells us that uh, uh, that uh, all have sinned and continually fall short of the glory of God, that, uh, well, we should all be... Uh, asking for forgiveness on a daily basis uh, for some of us even more often than that and so uh, so we invite you to say the sinner's prayer with us you can use your own words Uh, what we say is based on biblical principles um, but uh, the sinner's prayer is not actually in the Bible so you don't have to quote us word for word it's just something I thought sounded good and uh, you'll note my father says it a little differently than I do and uh that's because he's saying it for a different for a different purpose from a different uh from a different standpoint same purpose different standpoint um there you go and uh um so uh so yeah so we'll all say it in kind of our own way but uh saying essentially the same thing so uh here we go dear lord Lord, i am the sinner i am the sinner cleanse me of my wickedness
1: Cleanse me of my wickedness.
0: Show me how to love you with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength. Show me how to love you with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength. Teach me how to love my neighbor as myself.
1: Teach me more
0: about loving my neighbor as myself. Uh, Guide my steps along the path you would have me take.
1: Continue guiding my steps
0: along your path and help me to do the work you would have me do for the building of your kingdom and may i still
1: continue in the work you have for me to do in your kingdom
0: come into my heart and be the lord and savior of my life remain in my heart being my lord and savior all these things we pray in jesus holy name amen
1: all these things we pray in
0: Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen, indeed. And there we have the end of another program. Um, but uh, first thing you all need to do is get out there and find yourselves a Bible-believing church with a Bible-preaching pastor and some uh, some solid Christians to uh, help you figure out what your next steps are going to be. Because this isn't the end of the journey. This is only the beginning. And uh, you have a lot of work to do. We all do. And so, uh, um, so after that, uh, come back here and watch uh, or listen to some more of uh, YWL Online. On Tuesday, we're going to be returning to our journey through the Psalter with Psalm. Uh, let's see. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have it. One thirty. One three zero. Yay. <laughs> i remembered yes and uh um, go ahead and read uh, make sure you read 130 through like 134 135 somewhere around in there um so that you can participate in the conversation and then on thursday i have uh let's see who are my guests on thursday randy lee boslaw and uma Ojeda um are my guests for uh, not quite after midnight this week um should be an interesting conversation and then uh um join us again uh, a week from today on saturday as we conclude or hopefully conclude uh our uh, our look at first peter two through four as one of dr john barnett's 52 greatest chapters of the bible we're closing Thank in on me. the end of the series uh so uh, we'll be able to get to the next one and uh, uh the next uh, the next subject which i'm looking forward to so uh um, do join us if you've missed any past episodes be sure to scroll down the page you're uh, you're on right now and uh find the ones you've missed and listen or view whatever your personal preference is remember the uh the show is available on facebook youtube and wherever fine podcasts are offered um and i'll say that again here momentarily um Rudy went out front to smoke a cigarette, so uh so I guess uh wow. you are the fine gentleman. Yeah, I know. Naughty naughty. Yeah. No. Get the wagging finger of shame, Rudy. <laughs> but uh um, but yeah, he, he tries. But uh, um anyway, uh let's see, do you have anything else to say to the next people? God's blessing from Snellville, Georgia. Snellville, just a, such a funny sounding name. And uh, blessings uh, from, uh, from out here in Santa Ana, California. Remember to be safe out there. Wash your hands and stay tuned for the ending credits. God bless. You too. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been a presentation of Bald Spots Productions. I'd like to thank my producer, my beloved mother, Eileen Hatch. I, of course, am your humble host. I'd like to thank my co-host, my beloved father, Chaplain Bill Hatch, and my beloved Ed McMahon, Rudy Corlew. Support the show if you feel so led over on Patreon.com. We're known as Bald Spots Pro. There are a lot of interesting ways to uh, to help us keep things on the air and keep them moving forward and uh don't you dare miss not quite after midnight we're on facebook and wherever fine podcasts are offered please be sure to like comment and share to stay informed you know subscribe follow whatever it is you got to do to kick that algorithm into gear so we can reach more people uh Please, if, uh, if you or someone you know needs support now, call or text 988 or chat 988lifeline.org. That here in the United States is our suicide and crisis hotline. Um, thanks again for tuning in and have yourselves a wonderful whenever.